Hey guys, we're back. It's the BOA Podcast. It's always been a while. You know, I say that a lot. Um, COVID world is an interesting place that really changes the amount of effort that I can put into any one thing and keep it successful. So um, let's talk about some of the stuff that I've experienced in this new COVID world, trying to operate a up and coming program like the BOA, the BOA fight program that we're doing here at Fusebox Samba One in Westminster, Colorado. This episode is called The War on Commitment. And over, over the years, you know, I've, I've struggled with people coming in and wanting to become a fighter or an athlete or be recognized for their accomplishments in the sport and also really wanting to focus themselves on social lives and social things and, and do social events. And usually the one that wins out is the one that has the most priority to the person's value system. And as a, as a coach, here's, I have a five-point system that I look at with people. And this is, this is how I see the world. People have priorities, values, beliefs, wishes, and urges. And you know, I really call the urge the thumb of the five-point system because it wraps around the rest of them. And what a lot of people are looking for when they come to me and say, hey, I want to become ABC, X, Y, and Z, is that they want the reward. They don't necessarily understand the price that they're going to have to pay in time, commitment, money, social, social events. It's, uh, it's very consuming. So one of the most common questions when people come to me is, I want to get good. How many hours a week do you think I need to train? And, and sometimes I'll return the comment and say, well, Think of it like this. If you wanted to become a doctor, how many hours a week do you think you need to train? One, two. How long do you think that would take? You may never get that degree. And it's the same thing here. It's the same thing across the board with anything that requires mastery. You want to become a jeweler? Great. Maybe don't walk into a, a jewelry school and say, you know, how many hours? I want to do this in an hour a week. You're, it's, it doesn't matter what it is that requires the mastery. It simply isn't going to happen if the time commitment isn't there. If you're rushing to get out of the door to go home um, and prepare for work tomorrow, then your commitment's at work. And that, that's okay. But it's not to get away from that job and, and create a living in the fight world, for example. The amount of commitment, it's long-term. You don't get a, you don't get a have it all usually. There's a, there is a recipe that I found creates 
really good stable fighters, and that that is an involvement where um, of their family, they they have a supportive family, they're they're backed by friends, they're they're committed to their training, they're committed to their health, and they create a stable environment for themselves. They don't create problems for themselves that they have to fight, and then they pan off onto people in the facility and and onto me. So if one or two of those things is missing, it can get pretty complicated. It gets really, really difficult to build a successful career out of somebody that's unstable. Now, the reason I wanted to go with the war on commitment today was there is a new, there's a new norm that I'm getting when people contact me to train. Hi, my name is insert name. I don't have time or money. I want to commit to this. And I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why they reach out to me and and talk to me about that. It's, it's weird. Um, and I'm starting to lose my patience with it. I've been, I've been pretty patient with it in the past, but it gets old. It gets difficult to, uh, to keep a gym open, for example, with, with people that are looking for slave labor. I mean, they wouldn't want to work for free, but they, they sure want somebody else to work for free, at least in this case. And, and I see it in other businesses I've been involved with too. Pay me normal. Give me a break on the price, please. So look at the state of health and fitness in the country right now. We're, we're in this weird time where this mental sickness of fear is getting in a lot of people's heads and creating a hurry and hide and die die later of something um, kind of attitude. It's I don't hear any of the leaders in health and um, in, the, in the medical world saying that you need to you need to focus on your health and fitness you need to start exercising you need to get your weight under under control um, virus virus is really affecting people that are overweight and that are inactive and if you have comorbidities it's really getting into people and for those of us that are in the health and fitness industry, we come out and say, hey, I, you know what I bet would, would help you survive this and, and deal with it better is just being in better health in the beginning and, and giving your body a chance. And man, did we get laid into by censors, uh, people on the political spectrum that are really into fear. It's... It's a weird world. And what it's created was a whole bunch of wishy-washy prospects walking in the door. People coming in and like, I want to train. And then coming back in a day later, I'm like, you know, I just bought a dog. I got a puppy and it's going to take a lot of time. And, you know, I'm at that place where I'm, I'm like, you know, then, then F off. Go, go raise your dog. I don't know why you come to me looking to get in shape to create something where you don't feel invisible and then immediately do something so 
regular that you just blend right back into the background again. And there seems to be some sense of glory in failure. And people, I know there's a lot of people that are not attracted to it, but there are so many people that are attracted to failure right now. And just give me, without me earning, give me stuff. And you know, that mentality in the gym world, they don't mix. You you don't get to come in and just take 30% of somebody's effort and then you get you get those gains, those skills, those muscle mass. You, it just doesn't work that way. And then overall, society has this massively low expectation of physical health. <clears throat> and in my opinion, mental health. So when you take these, this combination of societal, this hive mind fear in this accepted state of low physical and mental health, and then the answer is take drugs, just take drugs. You don't, you don't need to do anything else. Just take drugs. And if that doesn't work, you know, you take more drugs. While telling other people, you know, don't, don't take those drugs. Those, are, those aren't the drugs we like. We want you to take these. These are the drugs we like. Take these drugs. Don't take those drugs. And, and it's this, this strange messaging that, that just wouldn't work anyplace else. You couldn't, you couldn't possibly run a successful business this way. So this glory and failure, I've seen it come into the facility and it's going to make things exceptionally difficult for people to get the gains and the skills that they want. The low expectations mean that almost anything that we do here in the course just blows them away. It's like, oh, it's too hard. Um, it's not exactly what I saw on TV. I, you know, I saw McGregor, and I, I just want to start where McGregor is right now. This, this type of thing is so hard, and I'm trying so hard to wrap my head around, and I'm actually studying a whole bunch of psychology, trying to figure out what it is people could possibly be thinking, and how much of it is me versus them. But we have a ton of social norms that are developing here, and people are following the social norms. There's um, a, a weird one from the past was it is okay to point out that somebody's a no neck jock and or a gym rat or they're not smart because they're athletic or or, or whatever. But you, you couldn't point out that they're overweight. That, that'd be mean. That they made a decision uh, different than yours and uh, makes them feel bad. And, you know, it really didn't feel good as a kid being told that you're stupid because you're an athlete. And, um, that, but, you know, we had a penalty for that. There's strong people can deliver penalties, and, and sometimes they did. 
Um, and then, you know, people say, well, that it, that it proves that you're stupid because you, you resorted to violence. And I'm like, well, it kind of proves that you're stupid because you knew I was going to resort to violence. I told you I was going to do this and you did what you did anyways. So, you know, who's dumb, who's smart, I don't know. But the, the point is we got these social norms of all these things that I just listed out that make it incredibly difficult to get people to really commit to their well-being. Now, I see people go to places like Vasa and things like that in droves, just absolute droves, and the amount of bathroom selfies and half-naked pictures in the locker room staring at the mirror holding their tits just right or whatever, those are, those are great. But that's not the type of health and fitness I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the shallow, hollow world of, of body glorification. I'm talking about real performance, real commitment to a real training program that really can be used in competition for itself or for other things like mixed martial arts, kickboxing, name the combat sport. So, when you look at social norms, this is something I like to put out. Why are Scandinavians often the most prevalent population and the strongest men in the world, for example? And I, I believe it's because they have a stable medical system. They have a stable country. They have stable access to food, good diets, good social hygiene, meaning good plumbing, all that kind of stuff. And they don't have an NFL. So <laughs> America would be a lot more competitive in the world's strongest man um, competitions if, if our NFL players weren't, weren't making millions upon millions of dollars playing, playing football. But they're going to take the, the avenue that, that has the money. And then a lot of the other guys that did play football that, that didn't make it through, that for whatever reason, either um, lack of proper training, genetics, dietary issues, or received an injury, or just bad luck, um, often become fans. So, so nobody jumps into what the next tier of competition could be for them. And it's not a lower form. It's just the one that's more suited for them, more specialized for them. Boa's place in this is a non-specialized sport that allows people to compete and shine in the area that suits them best. So what do we have? We have fight strategies, techniques, training, uh, just like a regular mixed martial arts program. And then it gets broken up into specialties, kickboxing, wrestling, sambo, jiu-jitsu. So all those have to be trained independently and then collectively. And then we have ultra running. As a fighter, as an athlete, you should be running. 
and this is the test of that. So we're going to measure that running up against people that run in competitions at similar durations and terrain variability as we are for, for our measured runs. And then finally, we have our lifting combines. If you're an athlete, you should be lifting, in my opinion. You should be lifting correctly. And if you don't know what that is, then I need you to reach out to me and let's have a conversation. Let's have a real conversation about how to lift correctly to be to maintain your speed, to actually gain speed and gain endurance. I'd love to have that conversation with you. So BOA's place is really for everybody. Not everybody's going to rise to the top of this sport and be the king or queen of it. But everybody has a place inside of this sport. I, you know what? You know who's not going to rise to the top and be the king of BOA? It's me. I'm past my prime. Things... Some things just don't work like they used to. But what I'm looking for, I'm looking for the baddest man and woman on the planet. I want to know how much you can lift, how fast you can run, how far you can run, and how well you can fight. Just the fight alone, just the lift alone, just the run alone has become so tiring to me. And if it's become tiring to you, maybe the combination of all these things would be the answer for you. The next thing that's going to motivate you to get out of these social norms in this, this normal state of health and fitness that we have here in the United States. Remember, I'm not looking for anybody that has a glory and failure attitude or wishy-washy constitution and low expectations and is willing to conform to social norms. I'm looking for people that have a monster inside of them. I'm looking for people that really want to accomplish something physically, along with everything else they have to accomplish in their life, while they still have a chance. While they can still move and their body still works, now's the time. So my advice, reach out. You don't have to train with me to compete in our events. Might be an advantage, though. Our events are going to be held, hopefully, here in a couple of months. We're going to start holding our first ones online and really allow people to start showcasing their capabilities. And working on getting a social network site up for the BOA program to allow people to communicate through the social media site and be able to post more of their information on themselves and really showcase their accomplishments. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. So this is a little bit of a dark podcast and I just kind of wanted to get it out from underneath my skin. It's almost a therapy session for me. I'm like you guys. I I get overwhelmed too. And I got to get it off my chest. And so for you guys, you were my therapy today. And I appreciate you guys listening. If you're looking to join a program that covers everything from endurance running, combat training, combine lifting, and find out where you stand in the world in all three of these things. And know the real truth about who you are as an athlete, reach out to me. You text this number, 
207-3860. Text BOA, B-O-A, to that number. We'll start getting you set up. We'll get a profile up for you on the website. Let the world see who you are. And then let's compete. Let's compete against yourself. Let's compete against other people. Let's compete against these societies, these norms that are out there, these low expectations, this glory and failure, this wishy-washiness and this poor state of health and fitness. Let's win this war on commitment. Let's boa fight. Guys, thanks for listening to me. I've got another one coming up here shortly. Hopefully a little brighter, a little more on point with BOA. Thanks for your time, guys. Coach Sullivan out.